0: welcome back to the Reflections Podcast. I'm Abby and I'm here with Kate and actually we have a special guest on today's episode, Yasmin. Um, she is the daughter of our base leaders here at YWAM Arinki and we wanted to have her on to like kind of discuss a little bit about, I don't know, what her life was like growing up in YWAM and I mean she'll probably tell you more but she isn't currently working with YWAM. She's not staff on here at the base so, we just wanted to kind of get her perspective today. Um, so, yeah, it's like, what was it like growing up in YWAM? What
1: was that experience for you? Yeah. Um, for those of you listening, hi. Um, <laughs> I am a youth pastor at a local church in central London. Um, I work with young people in uh, and on estates and in schools and create cool events. Um, come and check us out. Follow us at HTP Youth Instagram. Plug. Um, <laughs> anyways, yeah, um, so like Abby said, I grew up in uh YWAM family. My parents, I actually started YWAM when I was born. Like they did have their DTS in 96, and I was wow. born in 96. Wow, there you go. That's wow. how old I am. Do the math. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, and then um, they just did schools after schools, and we in Argentina, and then afterwards we moved to the UK in 2005. And I think life growing up in the in a Y1 base is always like hectic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like. There is it's so awkward as well to explain to your friends who are not a Christian. Mm. Yeah, who do you live with? Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <people. Yeah. laughs>
1: well, um, well, actually back then we used to have a really small house and it used to be like 30 of us and only a six bedroom place. Wow. Um <laughs> and I used to remember telling my friends, it's like, oh yeah, my parents are missionaries oh what does that mean right I was like "Hmm." it's like yeah my parents work for an organization and they don't get paid and (laughs) it's always that awkward silence afterwards will they laugh will they not laugh yeah and I guess living with like also there's so many great things about it but living in a YWM house um always meant that like you I just needed to grow up quicker Mm because everyone around me was way older um and having to share things that I never thought it wasn't not normal to share I don't know right. if that makes sense mm-hmm. but I for example sometimes I didn't have my parents around for birthdays or so I didn't have them around for like school events or stuff or but they were like on outreach always or we were able to go on outreach with them so that's like a great thing it's like how many countries have you been to and you'd be like well I've been to one two yeah. like, fancy. yeah um no but it's been great there's great memories and there's also like great experiences to learn and grow in faith as well
0: right mm. you went to post-secondary or you did mm. you went to school for music no
1: yeah so I went to university for music right um and I finished with like a school certificate of higher education um in drums so I played drums for mm-hmm. you that's wow. what I did and I didn't do my DTS because I felt God called me to do an internship with my church mm. in central mm-hmm. London which now I'm a youth pastor at
2: right she's um just to plug her. She has a drum Instagram as well. Oh. Um, she's Jasmine amazing. drums. <laughs> drum.
1: Guys, I post nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So I guess like kind of what was that transition like for you, like mm. going from growing up in YWM, and obviously you still live um, like in a YWM community, but mm. you're more you're also rooted in this yeah. local church. So how was that like transition? Was yeah. there like a lot of differences or?
1: um I guess for those of you listening who, like, also are trying to navigate even university mm, and, like, mm-hmm. just community, faith community, um, just because why, when we all live together, doesn't mean they can't do community with your local church, right. like, on a yeah. weekly, because church isn't just for a Sunday. It's an everyday thing. Um, for me, the transitioning was uh quite interesting because you have different world views mm-hmm. of what is important for mission statement or like vision and getting behind a vision is also like i mean you guys know getting behind a specific vision in a specific place is completely different why mm-hmm. isn't the same here as it is in argentina as it is yeah. in china you know yeah, like yeah um So I think one of the things that I found like that was so helpful for me is being exposed to other cultures that allowed Mm. me a lot to like be much more softened when it comes to like youth work um, within the local church. Um, And at the same time, I feel like I had a culture shock within the local church. Mm. Um, I think being in London and it's so diverse and it's so full of culture um, Mm. within church, you still have the yeah the everyday like um different because I go to a church of England uh, church there are different rituals and there are different like mm. ways of doing communion and all that kind of stuff yeah and then in YWAM is like no come to the table like it's, <laughs> it's not about like if you're ordained or not just just come yeah mm-hmm, um yeah. so I guess like it was a bit of a culture shock and but what helped a lot was to have that support system around me Uh, my parents like even some of the guys here in the staff team who are interceding for me as much as I'm interceding from them from the other side Mm -hmm.
0: Um, yeah obviously like I know maybe the people who are listening don't know but I mm -hmm. like I know how much you love working at HTB and how much like you're super passionate about like young people and working with youth Um, and we do a lot of that here in YWM as well with like discipleship training schools usually not always of course but usually mm. it's more younger people um like where do you see differences in that whether that's mm. working with like like you said you run events for kids mm. or not kids but y- young youth, people yeah. youth um so like how would you not compare to like put mm. one down or whatever mm. um but like are there differences in that like in working with the church versus like a discipleship training school or like how does that yeah. how does that work
1: that's a good question um i think Everyone is going through the same things. Like we're mm. all experiencing COVID <laughs> differently. Um, <laughs> however, we're all experiencing COVID. Yeah. But our experiences don't define how how easy or hard we are we are able to work with. Mm. And why I say that is because we are our experiences have affected the way that we are as people um for the good and for the bad like there are some traumatic experiences that I've lived through that has made me who I am today and um there is the same as like great experiences and exposure and stuff that has Mm -hmm. also got me to where I am today I think when it comes to young people and it comes to like working within the local church or missions in general is in missions it's very much short term Mm. and we and I know for like been them a long time it's like we try to focus so hard on how can we do this long term so mm-hmm. here in Hosden, we're doing so great at like trying to invest in our community not just to give food out to the people but to create relationships yeah. and I feel like at, we're starting to get that and within the local churches is, is almost like well we have received missionaries come many times and how do we continue the aftermath once they're gone right. um, yeah. however talking about young people within that All young people are within the same uh, technology wave of new things that are coming, Mm -hmm. Uh, like new more access to social media, more access to like uh, newer phones and your face can pay for everything now. Yeah. And (laughs) it was your thumb, but now it's your face. And, And it's like, I think it's not, it's easier or harder. It's just, it's different kind of mission. Right. Um, and it's different kind of everyday mission mm. for the local missionary in a, a different neighborhood, which is much more rougher. And um, we do a lot of mercy ministry, whereas in another in the church that I work with is much more trying to work on discipleship. Right. Um, mm. That you don't normally get in your in your local church. So I don't think there's like that huge of a difference. Um, there are some differences, but I think our experiences help us to also relate even though if there are any differences mm-hmm.
2: uh yeah so we were just kind of wondering like what uh was there something like that specifically led you to uh, maybe go out to the local church or like was you know like obviously I'm sure God had a, po- a part in this but
1: um yeah just kind of how that process was for you yeah um I for me just like anyone else who's listening to this if you're that one child who did not go to uni <laughs> big up if you're that one child who got straight A's, big up! Like <laughs> I think we all do our different. We're all different to our family, right? Yeah. And for me, YWAM is family because not because I've grown up in it, but because it's my family mm. that are in it, and that we are. We're, we're not computers. We're not robots. You know, like we're people trying to help people. Mm. Um and not to do what the rest of my family does if you want to call it a vocation or a job um, yeah it, it is really different it's like oh my my sisters all do YOM and stuff and my parents do YWAM and my grandparents do YOM. and what do I do I'm a youth pastor and I don't mm-hmm. think I I think I struggled with it at the beginning like trying to make sure that everyone knew this was god's plan you know Mm, it's like you have those ones if you're the only missionary in your family big up yourself like um i know it's not really easy to tell your family you're doing something that is not normal in their heads Mm. and it's just like in the secular world it's like you you live you study you get your degree to work for it to have money to be able to raise a family yeah Mm -hmm. and when and if part of that equation does not oh and you got to sign church on Sunday yeah. but part of that <laughs> equation doesn't meet up and you just have completely different of course you're going to come up with some giants that you do have to face mm. um and you do have to t- talk about it and bless my parents they're very kind I'm very patient with me and <laughs> also God was able to give me words and not just like mm. it was not an emotion because I feel like especially for me and for this generation as well, we're all moved by emotions and what feels right and what is a vibe. And yeah. and does this like look cool and, mm. and does this make sense and stuff? And to be honest, none of it made sense. And <laughs> actually, if you ask my sisters, I was going to be the first one to finish school and go to do my DTS out of the three of us. Mm. And actually, I, I am not the one who <laughs> did her DTS and actually went to uni. And um, so, it's yeah, it was really hard. I'm not going to mm. lie to you. Yeah. Um, but there was big support. And there is still big support. And I think my heart is always to build that bridge between what we think missions is that it's just people that come in, mess things up and then leave Mm. versus what we think also the church is, and how can we build a bridge between that and create healthy relationships um, for missionaries to come back into the church and to be loved by the church, but also for the church to love missionaries and continue to support missionaries. And what they're called to do. Mm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I love like I love the way that you answered that question. I know it's such a weird <laughs> thing to say, but like uh just the way you went about it, I think uh it's really good for the people who are listening to this and people that hear it, whether mm. it's you know, like your family's all missionaries and you like remo- mm. like go out of that, or like in my case, like everyone in my family was a teacher. Mm. Every woman in my family has been a teacher, a principal, something. And I was like, I want to study science. (laughs) And I was like, is that okay? (laughs) It was such a weird thing, you know, and that's something completely different, but the same kind of like feeling the same kind of like, okay, is this okay? Like, you know, like just something different. And Mm. I I think it's really good to hear.
1: Mm, Thanks.
0: Yeah, I think um, you kind of mentioned it, yes, hmm. but um, the you said, like, the different giants that you had to face mm-hmm. in that, Yeah. Um, like, what were some of, like, maybe those difficulties that you had to face of, like, choosing to not stay in YWAM, like, were there, obviously, you said your parents supported you in that decision, um, but were there, like, just different difficulties that you had to face yeah. through
1: that? I think, you know, when you know, like, okay, let's talk about food a bit, <laughs> I love food, Um, but you know when you go to like KFC and you get the number six whatever the number six is actually I don't know I'm just saying numbers (laughs) but whatever the the food that you get all the time and you're like this is good this is so good anything outside of this feels scary Mm. I think the first giant for me was that I knew what it was like growing up having faith and just trusting God for finances and hearing God's voice and Stuff that you don't really think is... Nor- like, I thought it was normal that you can hear God, you mm. know? Or I thought it was normal that uh, your parents don't work for a living and mm. they just trust God. Like, mm. any godly person would do that, surely. <laughs> um, I don't. <laughs> I imagine. Um, imagine. But I think that was the first one. It's like It's like, I got used to the number six KFC order and mm. suddenly when, oh, like the Christmas special is here... <laughs> <laughs> like um how about you try this and I'm like well no I for one I don't have finances for that I don't have the resources for that mm-hmm. so I was actually like when it my first step out of why uh, or out of the mission field was university and I was like I'm not good enough mm-hmm. and even though like people always say no yes yeah, it's like it's really good like there is a part of me that struggles with the believing that God has put gifts in me that actually touches people's hearts regardless of whether I think or compared to the world's status is good enough right um so one of those is confidence as well like maybe that's like that's the main thing um and someone said a really good quote earlier this week and I can't remember who it was I'm so sorry if you said it and you listen to this (laughs) but they said ah it was the old pastor of my church yeah so he says um sometimes it's it's not about um pride but it's about Um, confidence Mm. and sometimes we search so much God like I want to be humble and stuff I want to be like all of that but actually humility comes from understanding the character of God yeah and understanding that Mm. he is like we need to be reverent towards him and Mm. who his he is and and that's to do with confidence and so I think those are like some areas in which starting to like leave let's say Um, why I'm with the mission field and stepping into the unknown Mm. is actually like trying to think no my confidence or my pride isn't just about my ability that we always talk about in church or in or in why I'm it's it's all about knowing who God is Mm. it's just like Moses God I'm not able for this I have a stutter. I don't know I'm going alone and what does Jesus say in response he's like I am it's like, who am I? No, 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 not you. It's I am. Right. Um, so I struggled a lot with that. And then obviously in the churches. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So coming from the other side of that, you talked about some difficulties, but what about um, maybe some blessings that you mm. saw? Obviously, we get blessings from following yeah. what God says. So maybe share some of that yeah. with
1: us. I guess you don't really know the blessings until you are able to look back. So if you're listening to this, have a journal for Christ's sake. (laughs) Have a journal. I'm so bad. I put my hands up. You can't see me. My hands are up. Put my hands up. I am really bad at journaling, but I'm really, really thankful to God for those times you know, like the in the values, when you do the most growth, people are like, mm. oh no, but in the peak, like you're able to, no, in the peak, you're like boasting about yourself, you know? You're yeah. having a good time. Um, but honestly, like to be able to look back and say, wow, God, you've taken me from this to this. And it's not to do with anything that I've worked hard for. It's just the goodness of who you are to see you move in someone else's life. Mm. And this mm. is not just about young people. This is about anyone who I've come across. Um, I also play music for a secular artist and to be able to make a difference in her life is as much rewarding as to see a young person give their life to Jesus on a Sunday Mm. as much rewarding as to be able to pray for someone during their inner healing week in Waiwam. like Mm -hmm. it's it's all beautiful Um, I think another great blessing um, to be able to see is to invite my Waiwam family over to like my events and recently we had a a great event and majority some of the guys came to help and it was just so great to be able to like for them to see what I do for but also for them to also experience a bit of the work that I do and to get to like have a different kind of like experience of of I don't know British culture but also like um and I think the final one for me and it's probably something that I'm forever grateful for and something that I'll definitely pass on to my children in the future, Lord Jesus, <laughs> um, is, is the intercessions, intercessory prayers, you know, in the, in the background that no one knows about, but that you do behind closed doors when, mm. yeah, when you're in a moment of intimacy with God. And, to be fair, my parents are the ones that like have paved the way to like pray for me and intercede for me and my grandparents and mm-hmm. my um, godparents and stuff to be able to for me to be where I am today it isn't because of anything that I have done, but also for their faithfulness to be able to see God, like be the Lord of my life. Mm-hmm. And so actually, that's a massive blessing that has nothing to do with me being a YWAM or not being a YWAM but it's to do with the faithfulness of just carrying out a relationship with God, which is much more important than any organization.
2: I just want to thank you so much for coming guys. Yasmin is a very busy woman. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Took it up before this, by the way. <laughs> um, I think we've been wanting her on the podcast since we yeah, started since we the started. podcast. We were like, Yasmin's going to be so great. And <laughs> yeah. I think this was the perfect, no. the perfect time yeah, to have good. you like, just thank you so much. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this. Oh, I really enjoyed this. I'm like, yeah. ooh, gotta go have quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we will see you next week in another episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.